Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We continue with our kingdom conversation in a season that is being governed by a word that God has given us. The prophetic word in the house is that we are in a season when we are experiencing God's power to create wealth. Now, in this season, we have steps that God is giving us every day of how to enter into that word, in that prophetic word. Mm -hmm. And in this particular phase, God is telling us, occupy the land. Mm -hmm. I have given you the land to possess. Now you go and occupy the land. Yes. So every day when we listen to conversations, when we listen to God, when we hear our instructions, they all have to do with us walking step by step into the practicality of bringing the, the prophetic word yes. to pass. Yes. So we are talking about occupying the land. Mm -hmm. Now, in the occupying the land, we still have steps that we are walking by. And that is why for TCC, we do not get tired of hearing the voice of God. Yes. Because even in our own lives, when we have young children who are growing, we do not give them an instruction on a Monday and leave them all the way to maneuver life by themselves until Sunday when we come back and give them another instruction. Every single day we are telling them, do this. And sometimes we have to repeat what we've already told them. God is doing that with us. He is our Father. It is Him who wants us to enter the land. Yes. It is Him who wants us to possess more than we want to possess. Yep. And that is why every time when He gives us an instruction, we are excited to just open up break the seal and hear what he's telling us. Yes. And today, we continue to dig deeper mm -hmm. into the actual connection between the promise and the manifestation. Yes. God has given us this word. God has said this to us. Mm -hmm. And we know it is true. Yes. Manifestation is what you're looking yes. for. What is the interface between the heavenly and the earthly? What is the actual outworking of this promise in our day and that when you start discussing this yes. word now, yes. we are saying that it's about practicality. This is, listen. It's, there's no point in God speaking, God is spirit, yes. speaking into a material realm mm -hmm. without something moving, shifting, shifting. or changing. Mm. This is important because God doesn't speak for conversation. <laughs> he did create man no. for just a conversation. God speaks for manifestation. Mm. Every time God speaks, there must be. Manifestation. So, yes, so if God has said something to us, our posture is primarily but very little to get clarity on what was said. Mm. But that is not the intent. The intent is not clarity. Yes. Because God can simplify and make us fully understand. The intent is for us to be able to grasp it and to work and operate in it. Mm -hmm. So if we say our prophetic environment is the power to create wealth, until that power is seen in manifestation, it's mm. just a story. To be seen. And we have said this for a very long time. Yes. That in this season, it's not about us sitting here and just giving you a scripture yes. after another revelation yes. after another. Yes. It's us hearing testimonies coming from It's like when you speak, when the word echoes back, it is in form of yep. manifestation. Yes. It's in form of testimony. It's yes. in form of practicality. Mm. So you hear us talking about yes. do, yes. action, what are you doing, what are you hearing, what exactly. are you doing? Yes. It's about doing. And, and so what, what begins to happen in a situation like this, yes. we, we, we look at that scripture, but whenever we are looking at scripture, remember our intent, A, is not to be able to remember scripture. Yes. Neither is our intent to understand scripture. Mm. 
Mm. Our intent is to extract from scripture life. Mm-hmm. It, it there is the written word. Yes. In the word is life. Yes. Our interest is the life. To extract life and embrace it. Mm. We are supposed to disrobe that scripture of its power. Mm. Jesus said, that I came so that I may, they may have life. Not that they may have scriptures. Yes. Not that they may know how to read and understand and yes. just do nothing about it. Exactly. You may have life. Meaning every word yes. with it, within it yeah. is life. Yes. Life is our interest. We, we, we have to have a desire mm-hmm. to get to the place where somebody does not need to read Deuteronomy 818. Mm. It has become because somebody a reality. is showcasing it. Mm. It's as simple as that. There are many people who today can tell you God is good because they've experienced something, not because they know where that scripture is. Hmm. So there are times your life is an expression or a display of a written word. That's the reality. That's what you're looking for. So when we say in this season, our key scripture is Deuteronomy 8.18. We've read it. Mm -hmm. I believe most of you, we don't even have to. Yes. Say it over and over. Yes. You know it. But yes. you know what? Now we want you to remove it from your heart into your material world. Yes. Because that which is in your heart should become. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the please go read it and reread it. What we are extracting from it today so that we get clarity. Because mm-hmm. we said we want to talk about the place of manifestation. It says that God shall give you power to get wealth yes. that he may establish. Another word for establish is confirm. Stop. <laughs> we have to talk about that confirm yes. so that by the time we leave this scripture today, yes. somebody is reading it differently. Yes. yes. God wants to confirm. Yes. So God wants to give you power mm-hmm. so that you can produce, create wealth yes. so that it is a confirmation, proof, manifestation of what the Bible says, swore. He said. swore to our forefathers. He didn't just promise. Deuteronomy says he swore. And, 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 and later in Hebrews, they say something interesting. He said, since there was none greater, mm-hmm. he swore by himself. Yes. In other words, imagine God makes a promise. Okay. Imagine God says it becomes. Yes. Imagine God makes a promise, it will come to pass. Mm. Imagine God swore. He swore by himself. In other words, swearing by yourself means this. It means if what I say doesn't happen, I don't exist. I'm not true. I'm not true. I'm alive. So he swore to our forefathers. Yes. A generation might come, must confirm that one. Exactly. How do you confirm? I love how you've put it. Yes. That our being, our manifesting, our bringing out uh, life from that scripture and making it a reality is what makes God Yes. True. Exactly. So you are acting that word out yes. is that the confirmation God yes. is looking for. And I want you to confirm that exactly. word. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? As a body of Christ, as believers, as the ecclesia, we are so used to walking in agreement with God. Mm. That's a level. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. It's a step towards confirmation. Mm. So we can't stop there. Agreeing means I also agree it is true. But that doesn't make it true. Mm. So we are not, God is not calling for people to agree Mm-mm. with him. God is telling you, listen, I want you to have life. Yes. 
I want you to have life, yes. abundant life. Exactly. That life is when you hear me, yes. agree, yeah. and then action. Exactly. There's no word of God that is here for agreement. It's here for being action. Yes. Every time God speaks to us, yes. it's a doing thing. So let, let me put something waiting on it. Okay. Whenever we say the word of God is the truth, mm-hmm. it is not the truth until it can be seen. Mm. Otherwise, before that is just scripture. Yes, in other words, somebody should read that scripture and say, if this is true, show me someone. Mm. And the generation that says, here I am. We are the ones who are I am the confirmation of what mm. you're reading. Yeah. Imagine what happens when somebody who is querying scripture reads it, meets somebody who is walking in it. Mm-hmm. What does that do for them in terms of what the scripture is and how much seriously they take the scripture? That's why we are being called to be the generation that says, listen, mm. we are going to disrupt the yes. uh, Deuteronomy 8.18 yes. of its power. Yes. We are going to do that. So, so today our focus is power. Mm-hmm. The power to produce wealth. Yes. He said he will give us power. And we've emphasized and overemphasized. The power has one assignment to confirm that what God said is true. Now, to do that, we also need to look at another context, another scripture that uses the same context of power, then we see how it connects. In other words, was this on just an Old Testament idea or is it a God idea which you find across even in the New Testament? The scripture we are about to read, mm-hmm. if it does not break you from where you are, you know the word of God has life. Yes. The word of God has power. The word yes. of God is able to just move you from where you are to mm. where you're supposed to be. Yes. So when we read the word of God and God opens our eyes, the Holy Spirit in you opens your eyes so that you may be able to see. Mm. Because once you see into that scripture, that's what we are calling disrobing. You cannot disrobe the scripture of its power if you have not seen it. Yes. So our prayer right now, before we go to our scripture for today, yes. is that God may open your eyes your inner eyes that you may be able to see. And as we are speaking into this scripture, mm. may more life come out of you. Yes. Just jump out into it. You know when you're reading and just it should become jumps. alive. Yeah. There should be a life mm-hmm. today that thrusts out of this yes. scripture. Yes. Hits your inner man mm. and causes action. And so you see what you said. When God is opening for us all these scriptures and breaking the seal for yes. us, one thing we always say, that when you hear the word, May that be the day when your life changes. May that be the day that you enter the next level. Because you see sometimes you can be like, okay, you know what? I know one day God will do this. I know this will happen, but I don't know when. Sometimes you can decide. Today, when I hear something, Mm -hmm. what I'll do with that which I have heard will make sure that this is the day I enter into the next level of my life. And that's what we should do this morning. There you go. All right? Yes. Ephesians 3, 20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. Now, this scripture, I grew up quoting it, singing it. There's even a song about it. Without ever fully comprehending the weight behind how many words that I used. In fact, there's a, there's a, a term in English called a superlative, okay. which simply means you take a big word and make it bigger. <laughs> in other words, it's already super, mm-hmm. but you expand the super again. Mm. And, and, and Paul does this. Paul doesn't do it lightly. So Paul is almost saying to you, 
Listen, I am giving you a blank check. Signed and opened. Blank yet signed. Signed and opened. Mm. Do you know what limits the amount that you place on that check? One, your understanding of the owner of that account. Mm. And two, your belief of what they are willing to give you. Now, Ephesians 3.20 is exactly like that. It is a check signed by God, already put in place. Now, it has been turned over to us. The question that we want to ask ourselves as we go into this, we know for a fact that the word is true and forever settled. The Bible says, "My word, your word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. It also says you have exalted your word above your name. That one we know. We know We that. know. And you know how you say yes. that this particular statement is true. Yes. That God's word is forever settled. Yes. We know yes. that God's word is powerful. Yes. To break any barrier. Yes. We know. We know that. Mm -hmm. So why aren't we able to fully experience this reality? And why is it that God speaks to us powerful word? For example, yes. even when God tells us that you're in a season to experience my power to create wealth. Yes. What limits that word? What is it that comes in between us and the word? And that sometimes we feel like, okay, do I have to fight for this word? Yes. Do I have to fast for this word? What yes. is this barrier? I think that's what you're breaking today. And some of these scriptures mm -hmm. totally move you away from the normal thinking within church structure. Because suddenly, the terms in use here, it's almost like Paul is giving God a CV. He's telling us what God's capacity is. Yeah. And at the same time, he's connecting us to that capacity. Now, we have to break down the key meanings that are connected to this because if we are able to do that. Mm. Let me tell you, when, when this began to unpack in our spirit, mm. it's almost like God ignited it afresh. No matter how we thought we knew this scripture, mm -hmm. I had to go back and read it again, meditate, pray, read it again, and every time I did that, it's like a word would stand out mm. Mm. And, and, and have a light. And another one would stand out and have light. Another one stand out. And when they're put together, it's like a nuclear explosion. Mm. Something beyond the norm. And then my, my, my prayer was, Lord, how do I take this and not turn it into knowledge? Mm. Mm. How do I take this and turn it into power? So that somebody who accesses this it is obvious there's a difference between before they knew about this and when it came to them. So what you're saying now is that as you explain yes. the efficiency, yes. uh, 320, yes. the life that comes out of that scripture, the life yes. of God that comes yes. out of that scripture yes. should be able to take you, yep. break down every stronghold that yes. is keeping you where you are, exactly. break down every barrier that is keeping I'm you where you are, you. take you, you know the word, when the word comes yes. and you receive that word, it takes you like it is lifting you, yes. but it is the power yes. or the life of God in that word. Yes. So this is something we've never done in TCC. Yep. We've never emphasized this much that we're going to emphasize today, yep. that as you listen to this scripture, allow the power, the life of God yes. to jump out of that scripture yes. into your own life yes. and may it shatter 
anything that is keeping I'm you down. You. May it break every stronghold. Yes. May it break every barrier and hurdles that are keeping you down. You. And from this moment, may you come to a place of uh, understanding and walking in the reality of God's power. Yes. From this moment. Absolutely. That has been our prayer yes. throughout. Think of it like everything we have been doing so far, the teachings, the breaking down of the environment, the land, the things and whatever, think of it as if ingredients were being put inside of a bomb. <laughs> now everything is together, now we want to ignite it. Mm -hmm. So that whatever was, has been building up, building up, building up, like a volcano, should be able to break forth and do amazing things. Now when you talk about these two scriptures, Deuteronomy mm -hmm. 8 yes. and Ephesians 2, both of them have used the word power. Power. Alright? Yes. Maybe you need now to break for us this word yes. power. I, I think we, we, yeah, we need to, to look next. at because the context in which it's used in both ways mm -hmm. is connected to us. This is the first time that, that, that you need, I want you to see this. That this power is not connected as an external power. Mm. It is connected as a power coming from God. Given to us to function it. So the power is resident exactly. in you. Exactly. The power is not something out here that yes. God is saying, I'm giving you this power yes. that you receive it out here and walk with it. If you can see the picture. Oh, yes. It is something that is coming from the heavenlies yes. into you. Exactly. Therefore, the power is inside yes. of you. Because in that's, what, yeah, yeah, that's what he says in Deuteronomy 8. 18. Okay. He says, who gives you power? power. So it's given to you. Let me read that. And you yes. shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power, power to get wealth. Yes. He gives you power. Exactly. This power he gives you is internal. It's internal. Okay. Then connect it to Ephesians 3.20. All right. So then yeah. it says that, um, he who is able to do. Yes. All right. It finishes by saying, according to the power at work within you. So, the God who gives you power to produce wealth, is the same God unto him who is able to, to do, do in, listen, his power is able to do increasingly, abundantly, abundantly, above what we think, ask, or even imagine, according to the power at work mm -hmm. in us. So he's placed a power in us to produce something. Mm -hmm. Alright? So we want to sit down and look at his ability and the power at work in us. Because that's the connection. That's the connection. If you can get his ability yes. and the power yes. to connect, yes. we break through. Now here we are. <laughs> the, the word power in use in Deuteronomy 8.18 and the same word power in use in, in, um, Ephesians. in Ephesians are like so many dynamics of the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like each says the same things but in another way. So it's the same power. But you're being given more and more manifestations of it. So, in Hebrew, it means strength. So, we know about strength. But think about God's strength, not yours. Mm. It also still means power. But it means might. Mm. Now, the funny thing about it, one of the connotations for might here, if you check the Hebrew word for it, koak, means the, the power of angels from God. Mm. In other words, I'm giving you power that is supernatural. Mm -hmm. So when God says, I'm giving you power, yes. that power he's giving you is yes. supernatural. It's supernatural. Hitting a man who is in the natural. Exactly. So the, the word quark, including angels, because they say they excel in power, Yes. meaning that power they excel in, you have access to. Mm. Alright? Okay. It also means vigor or a force. 
That's what that statement. A force or capacity. Now this is the interesting part of it. All those things have the ability to produce the impossible. So when God tells you, I'm giving you capacity yes. to produce yes. in the earth, yes. he's telling you my capacity when it hits you. When we talk of production in the earth, we're talking yes. about you producing the impossible. Yes. You come into a place where when you produce, anybody else who is not working with God looks at you and says something is different with you. Exactly. And when we even talk about people saying, teach us your ways, is because the capacity in you is doing the impossible in the earth. Yes. Therefore, it attracts the attention of men. Mm -hmm. And they come and ask you, teach, me, teach, teach us your ways. Yes. So, capacity. Absolutely. Okay. The same word in Ephesians 3.20. If you translate it from the Greek, mm -hmm. where we get the word dunamis from, that's where you get dynamite, explosive. Mm -hmm. You've seen the size of an explosive, but you've seen the outcome of an explosion. Mm -hmm. You get a picture? Yes. Explosives are not big. Yes. But explosions are massive, mm -hmm. depending on the type of explosive. Mm -hmm. So sometimes a very small thing is lighted and everybody runs. Does that mean... Because we've seen that in movies. In fact, sometimes when you when they see it, yes. they are gone. They are not. So when you tell us that they, they, yes, this this could be such a small thing in the eyes of men, yes. but the explosion the is impact. massive. So does that tell you when we tell you that instructions they don't have to be big. Exactly. They don't have to be massive. Yes. They don't have to be this huge thing. God tells you an instruction, but in that instruction yes. is the power. Exactly. That like an explosion, exactly. when men see, yes. somebody can believe the instruction. When you come and say, you know, I'm giving a testimony. God told me to go. just move out yes. from this place. I moved to this place. I yes. didn't understand why. That one action, see where I am today. Uh -huh. And people are listening to the testimony and they're like, okay, fine. Tell us what you're hiding. There's something you're hiding. Because yeah. what you're saying you are told yeah. to do yes. and the results. Exactly. You know? And because in our mind, mm. when we think of power, we think of power for power, like a weighing scale. Mm. <laughs> All right? We think of, or, of opposite forces. No, kingdom power doesn't work like that. Yeah. Kingdom power works interestingly, like the dynamite. That's why it's the same word that is used for dynamite. Dunamis. Dunamis. Yeah. It means this. It means a, when you see the size of the dynamite, that is not its power. Mm. That is its size. Mm. That's not its power. In that size is potential power. You've not yet felt the power. Hmm. So in the dynamite <laughs> is potential. Yes. If you leave it there. It's just potential. It's just potential. Yes. If you correctly ignite it, hmm. then you see the power. Correctly. That's correctly. The word. So the power and the force exerted by that stick of dynamite mm -hmm. is what is called the power. Okay. Right? So when God says he's giving us power, mm. it is seen in the impact. It is not the force within potential. Mm. That is why it is not how much weight I can carry. Mm. It is the impact of my action. If you see the impact and you look at me, you cannot connect mm. the two. You can't connect the two. That's, the, that's why it's miraculous. Mm. When you see the explosion of, of anything, like a dynamite put in a wall, when you see the damage in the wall, mm. it is miraculous. Mm. 
compared. You cannot compare, yes. You Yet compare. that power was all inherent hmm. in that thing. Guys, you know what I'm hearing? <laughs> it's time for us to think, or rather shift our thinking yes. on the proceeding word. When God gives us the proceeding word, that's what he means. That is giving you a dynamite. This word that you're holding, look at yes. how much power, how much potential it has. Yes. When you think of that explosion. There you go. And you look at what caused it. Mm. That is God giving us a picture of what is the proceeding word. Exactly. That every time you receive that word, you do not know that you are actioning. When he tell you action your proceeding word, we are telling you ignite. Yes. Just ignite. Now, there are many people who are holding on to the word because they did not believe this small thing Thank can you. shift my situation. Yes. God is not just shifting your situation. Yeah. God is going beyond. Yes. His power is beyond just that issue that you have. It's not just for that issue. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm going to use different illustrations to mm -hmm. get you to understand mm -hmm. power. Sometimes when you see a snow avalanche coming yeah. from the top of a mountain, if yes. you're told what started it, sometimes it's one snowball. Mm. That somebody threw. Suddenly, the entire half part of the mountain is coming down with thunderous power. Mm. That's how this works. Yeah. What is God basically saying? I have designed the environments. Things are already loaded, mm. positioned for explosion. If you respond the right way, you get an outcome that nobody expected to mm. be possible. Is that the same thing as dominoes? Exactly. That's the domino effect. One click. Just one. Everything begins to fall in a line because they were prearranged prior to the So action. the word of God is this one. Yes. Um, uh, domino. Yes. That you're saying, if I touch this, Thank if you. I activate it, if That's I look at it from every dimension that we are telling you, yes. so that you understand, we are telling you that if you take that word that you have received, yes. it has power to do what you are not even thinking. Uh -huh. That's why the Bible talks about what you cannot even imagine. Yes. Leave alone what you have asked. What you have asked is what you know. Okay. There's something you're thinking. Yes. And now God goes beyond your thoughts. Yes. You do that because when you like what you're saying now, if you look at um, um, anything we are talking about here, the starting point. Yes. You cannot explain the end point. That's the thing. Powerful. That's the thing. Powerful. Why are we giving you so many illustrations? We want a picture to form in your mind. Oh yes. So this scripture can unpack mm. within that space. And we need to look at uh, we need to break it down. Yes. We need to break down Ephesians 3.20 yes. and break down like we are we are we are we are dividing it into four. Yes. And we're looking at four things. The key components of that. Now scripture. the first one we want to look at yes. is when the Bible talks about now to him who is able. That's how it starts. Mm -hmm. To him who is able. Don't read the whole thing, just break it into four. That way you're able to chew, and as you chew, you are able to understand every part mm. of what God is trying to tell you because yes. if you understand this TCC hmm. yeah let's yes. start let's start so let's break down Ephesians 320 yes I think we need to see the words that have been used and why we are saying that if you're able to see these words mm. extract the life out of this scripture your life changes yes let's talk about now the scripture it starts by saying now to him who is able to do now we know he's talking about God mm. And we, all we have to do is look at creation to see what God is able to do. to do. But the context in which Paul brings it here, he's using it in the context of our operations. In other words, he's saying, listen, you have no query on God's ability to create. Okay. 
You have no query on God's sovereignty in, in creation, in the heavens and everything. But do you have a way to measure that within your operational operations? System? And that is where you notice all our songs of God is able. We yes, believe we agree. It. We actually say yes, yes. that's what we know he yes. is. And you know, we've always had this discussion with you, that many, many believers have a struggle between what God is able, what God can, and what God will do. So he's telling us he's able to do. To do what? He breaks it down for mm -hmm. you. To do immeasurably. In other words, what God is able to do cannot be measured. No, I want you to see the context. Eh? There are yes, big words, yeah. then they are zeroed. Mm -hmm. Who can do immeasurably more than all we ask? Okay, stop. Let's just start there. Whatever we normally ask, God is able to do immeasurably more. And I think that's the most confusing statement <laughs> for believers because you're like, okay, fine, why can't he? Why, yes. why don't you just go ahead and do it? You're telling yes. me that whatever I have asked or I can mm -hmm. ask, more so you've even gone further and said, even what you can imagine. Yes. I can go above yes. and do, I'm able to do more than what you're thinking, yes. more than what you're asking. Yes. Okay. Why aren't you so, so, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's marinate in that form. Yes. Right to left. Mm -hmm. Greek is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. Let's start on the right. Imagine, ask. He's able to do immeasurably more. That. Okay, so why don't I get it? So if whatever I imagine, or whatever I ask, he can do, not more, immeasurably more. He is able to do it. What is the limit? What's the hindrance? Why are things not working? Why is it that my prayers, I ask, I imagine? In fact, when you tell me that he's able to do more than I can ask, or imagine, when I imagine, I don't talk. <laughs> I'm sitting here imagining my life. Mm -hmm. That thing I'm imagining, yes. he's able to do. Yes. Meaning, he's read your thoughts yes. and he's telling you that thing, I can do more. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? Here it is. According to his power, not ours. Okay. According to his power that is at work within us. Wait. So, God is not limited. God can do beyond what we ask or even imagine. But, here's the but. Only according to his power that is at work within us. Not according to the power. I know some versions say the power at work. No, 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 no. His, his power that is at work within us. So okay. the big question is, what is his power at work in you. So let's go back. God says, I will give you power. So yes. whose power? His. His. Yes. And then he tells you, you have the power. Occupy yes. the land. Uh -huh. Go in and possess. Mm -hmm. All right? Yes. Then he tells you, my power within you. Yes. My power within you that is unlimited. Power. I can only work with the one which is at work. Mm -hmm. Please say that in a better hmm. way. Listen. <laughs> this is very interesting. Our famous, the scripture you love, 1 John 5.14. If we abide in him, and if you abide in me, and in my word abide. abides in you, you can ask anything. Anything. Okay. 
Here we are again. But we are back to anything. Anything. Mm -hmm. Strange. Yeah. So you can ask anything beyond what you can think, ask or imagine, imagine yes. and it shall be done for you. Mm -hmm. Yet the key is the, my power at work in you. So what God is basically saying. Mm -hmm. I give you something. When you carry it within you and you use it to activate, I can do beyond. Let me try an example. I love movies. The best way I can explain this is like, think of yourself as a special agent, special forces, mm -hmm. who's been sent into a territory. And you're told when you're there, you have this beacon. When you're in position and you've mapped the territory I've sent you, click on the beacon, I will send the Air Force. Mm. When they locate you, they will know where to attack. Mm. So power is released not because of the person holding the beacon. Mm. But the beacon is the power within you that is connected to the power mm. that is released over the environment. So what God is basically saying is this, and when I give you my word, promise, reputation, my will, they're the same thing. When I tell you I've given you the power that I may confirm something, when you operate in that power, you create the environment for that capacity that I have able mm -hmm. to go into play on your behalf because of the power resident in, in you. you. So, when God gives us a word, mm -hmm. maybe the question here, I'll, I'll, yes. I'll, 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 I'll throw a question. Yes. When God gives you a word and you receive that word, mm -hmm. that truth, Mm -hmm. How much of the truth do you allow to explode in your heart? There you go. How much of God's word do you allow to explode mm -hmm. in you? That what you have allowed is what has limited God to do. Yes. So God wants to, uh, God is telling us, I am able to do. But mm -hmm. you know what? I'm only limited by how much you allowed my word to explode in your heart. So the question is this, which power is at work in you? Mm. See, only his power at work within you, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. Okay. God's intent is to do exceedingly abundantly above. above. It is his intent. But his intent is limited by how much of his power is at work in you. in you. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. When God spoke to them and said, I will give you the land, they carried the word. They carried the presence. They walked with the, with the, with the, the pillar and with the fire. Yet, the word at work in them did not release enough to take the land. Mm. The power of God within them. Yes. When they came back, yes. they gave a bad report. They switched off that power. They switched off that power. They and did they not use another the power. power. Mm -hmm. They took the power of the land. So, instead of thinking that the word of God was enough to destroy giants, they brought the word of giants to, to extinguish the word of the Lord. Do you see the process there? Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> God has given us his power. Yes. 
that power we must allow it to open up inside of us that's it when it opens up uh, talk of giants yes the power within us destroys yes talk about sight the power within us opens our eyes yes talk about the power within us brings us to that place of unshakable belief in god mm-hmm. talk about the power within us mm-hmm. it brings us to that place of saying i am a son of god identity yes. now how much of that power how much of that word how much of that thing that god has given you have you allowed to open up inside of you Mm. that is what limits god to work with you for yes. example god says i have given you the power to create wealth yes and you ask god me all i want is my rent paid what tells power. you Mm-mm, you have the power in you you have the dynamite if you explode that if you ignite that thing it can explode not only will it pay your rent but it will bring you to a place where you pay other people's rent. Question, are your eyes open let's, to see that let, truth? Let's try an illustration. Okay. I'm hoping this will be <laughs> a picture. Yeah. Think that you're living in a big building. You've entered it. It has places for bulbs. It has sockets for equipment. It has whatever you want. And there's power coming into the building. How much power will be used in that building? Not how much power comes into the building. The building has power. Power has come. But it is your equipment that will, that de- will determine the demand placed on the power. Mm. So, if you use bigger equipment, you can never have enough big equipment to make sure the power exhaust. doesn't come anymore. Uh-huh. Every piece of equipment you add, the same power, activates so, it. Yes. No matter how many capacities, remember the widow with the oil? As long as she had vessels, mm. the, oil, the oil kept flowing. The oil stopped when she had no vessels. Mm. So the oil did not run out before the vessels ran out. The vessels ran out before the oil ran out. Mm. So imagine today, God has given you a massive environment, an arena. But you know what you want? The power you want to use at work in you is you want to go to the dining area only and put a bulb. That's only power you want to use. Let me give another example. When Jesus told Peter, cast your nets there you go. on the right side. There you was go. It, Peter? it was Peter. Yes. yes. Cast your nets yep. on the right side. Yep. Peter said, I have done this all night. Uh-huh. Caught nothing. Yes. Nevertheless, at, at your, your word, word, I will cast my net. That's the most. Net. That, to me, one that's one of the most profound mm. examples of power. Power. The one who spoke and said, "Go out your nets." He didn't say two nets or three. He didn't say he three nets. nets. He said nets. Mm-hmm. So Peter, it was up to Peter how many nets mm. he could take. But Peter, the power at work within him, mm. was clouded by his toil of the night. It was. Uh, it was clouded yes. by his experience. Exactly. It was clouded by what men say. It was clouded yes. by my knowledge. Simple. I know this is how things work. Simple. I'm talking about us. Yes. This is what clouds this God. This is who we are. This is how we cloud him. When he says, go and throw your nets, we bring our education, our understanding, our experiences, our past. Hmm. And this past now we say what? Nevertheless, since it's you, God, and you're saying we must live by a proceeding one, I will cast out, cast out my net. Let me and tell the you. net broke. 
as I was preparing for this, <laughs> I was telling her, as I was preparing for this and going back, listen, no matter how many times God has spoken to us on a thing, when it's time to share to the community, I go back as if I don't know it. Mm-hmm. So that God can expand it further, so yes. that I'm not speaking from memory. I'm speaking from revelation. Mm. As I went through these things, I began to examine my own current prayer, the things that I'm believing God for. You know what God said to me? The boundaries you have set are not even the boundaries of your imagination. Mm. Mm. You haven't even gone to what you are imagining, and you're wanting me to answer this. Really? So, what you're saying is, all of us, when we go to God, yes. we have what we call our boundaries, what yeah. we have set as boundaries. Yes. For example, if you go to God and tell him, um, I want a house, yep. all right? Remember what we said, you must do what is humanly possible. God will not come and give you a house. Yeah. You go look for a house. Go look for it. Now, when you go out looking for a house, which estates do you look? There you go. Which estates do you walk into? Do you realize the estates are determined by your power, the power in you? And your belief. That is me. Your this is all imagination, I want. Mm-hmm. your thoughts of what God can do for you. Yes. Nothing. God doesn't stop you from going to this particular place. No. You choose yes. where to go. Yes. Do you realize that can tell you for sure we choose our houses based on our belief of who God is. Even though I'm saying yeah. I'm in this season and God has promised me that if I do this, he will back me. There you go. We come here and say, you know what? If we take the word and move with the word, heaven will back us up. But do you realize as we do what is humanly possible, possible. we are the ones who limit. Uh, we tell God, me, this is where I am. God yes. tells you, I can only work within the power that is um, the power my power that is at work within you. Simple. That's it. It's like, like I said earlier, you have three bulbs, I'll switch them on. Mm-hmm. You have ten, I'll switch them on. Yes. You have a hundred, I'll mm-hmm. switch them on. You set the bulbs. Mm. I bring the power. Okay. Now let's talk to this DCC person. Yes. Who is sitting here? You've heard the word. You've believed the word. Yes. You've been trying to do something, and now you discover, wait, the power of God at work in within me. me. Yes. Now, that power, I mean, by listening, there are some things we always say, this one you can just pick up. It's, it's the power within me is very little. I can tell. It's three bulbs. That's it. I can tell I'm at six bulbs. Yes. All right? Now, how do you break this person from the place of three bulbs mm. to a place of saying, wait a minute, how do I go to a place of allowing the power of God yes. to explode in me. Now, remember what we talk about dynamite mm-hmm. and potential and its capacity to go out. That tells us already that if your potential is equal to your output, something is wrong. Mm. Explain that, please. <laughs> you get. It's not power for power. Mm. So, if I'm putting 10% effort, I should be getting 60% output. Mm-hmm. So if I increase to 20% effort, I should be getting 100 and something percent output. So even to, then I must first check if I'm connected to power. Connected to power means whenever I hear a word, when I take an action, the outcome is bigger than my action. You're just getting it right. Basically, you're saying, like the bulb guy, one bulb was working all week. 
I noticed there were other six other bulb sockets. When I put bulbs, they lit. So the power was there. The power was there. Hmm. So where you start is in this current truth that God has spoken to me. What action have I put in place that I am believing should get an outcome? That outcome should be beyond my action. That's the measurement. I hope somebody is hearing me. Mm -hmm. It simply means if I go in a particular direction, Peter, cast out your net. The fish is more than the net. Mm -hmm. A word always is an outer And the outer fish is responding to my word. Simple. Just do it. Do it. According to Peter, this is not the right time. Yes. This, I will not, we've tried, listen, we know as fishermen experience, yes. this will not happen. Le let me say where to start mm. is, mm. just like Peter, being a fisherman, and just like any one of us, I am a true believer. There is no single day you received a word of God that did not have an instruction. The problem is, the instruction seemed either insignificant or unrelated. Hmm. Now, three levels. Insignificant, unrelated, or scary. Hmm. That's a problem we have. If I do this, what will happen? What if? You see, you've already set a possible outcome without letting God do his outcome. Mm -hmm. So, I would say to you, if you're that person, Seek God on one instruction, not a hundred. Lord, where I am today, I need to know if if the light in me is for one bulb, mm. let's get it switched on. Yes. Then we know it has worked. Mm. Then we can move beyond. You know, once you switch on one bulb, you don't struggle with the second. Yeah. Or the third or the fourth, because you know bulbs now work. Then you'll move to other things. Mm. But you must start somewhere by a step. Just you that. cannot keep analyzing, keep reasoning. Listen, there's a statement I think you put in the group that you can't climb a mountain by analyzing it. Mm. By working it out, by trying to ask what is at the top. Mm. That's not important. I think also, like um, you had said earlier, yes. when you're talking about this message, yes. where God tells you, you know what, we will need to address yeah. the sluggard. Yes. The lazy man. Yes. That is coming. It's coming. There's a word coming. Yes. But you know what? When you're told to take the bulb, put the bulb, yes. some people are lazy. Just to put the bulb. In the spirit. Who you're touching on okay. the sluggard. By the way, follow our conversation as we speak in Liberia. That's my core message in Liberia. Yes. We are speaking about the wisdom of the ant. But you know the funny thing? That scripture doesn't address the ant. Addressing the sluggard. Oh sluggard, go and observe the ant. At least do something. <laughs> At least start by going to observe the ant. Let's try and pick, create a new picture in your head. Let's try and give you a new visual. Oh sluggard, go observe the ant. That's a step. So when you're talking about allow God, the Bible says, and I'll read this so that this scripture stays in your mind, yes. meditate on it, that now to him, hmm. God, to him, God, who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we can ask or think, only it is according to the power at work hmm. within you. 
the power of God at work within you. So we now sit back and say, stop. What is the power at work within me? Simple. Am I allowing that word God is giving yes. me to explode? Because when you talk about, you know that the explosion we're talking about, when that word explodes, that explosion is what we're looking for yes. out here. So there are manifestations we want in our businesses, yes. in our marriages, in our own life, in our children, yeah. in anything that we touch. But God is telling you, stop, 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 stop. Let's go back inside of you and ask yourself that simple question that God will do anything, but only he's limited by the power at work, at work in, you. in you. Now you see, Paul, in one of his letters says, I did not come to you with enticing words mm. and paraphrased the intelligent speaking of men. In other words, I did not come and entice you with amazing concepts and amazing thoughts. No, I didn't. We came in the power and demonstration of the Spirit. Yet, he's talking about speaking. So what is it? There's one speaking that is enticing and is cunning and it is exciting to the senses. There's another speaking that is power that produces demonstration. So the question is this. When you receive a prophetic word, do you get comforted or do you get activated? Mm. Mm. Comforted or activated? Or activated. Mm. You see, I know that as we grew up, we talked about you, some prophetic words are for exhortation. I don't want to be exhorted. <laughs> I, I want to be exhorted activated. Enough. I want to be activated. Mm. The only time I need exhortation is when I was activated and I'm burning out. Mm. So I need an exhortation to reignite my activation. But can you imagine you're exhorting someone Who's, who is dormant? There's nothing to exhort. What's there to exhort? Yeah. <laughs> the exhortation you need is, you're almost there, keep moving. The exhortation you need is, this is our season, to take a break to remind ourselves of what we're really doing. That's great. So the power at work in you, back where we always start, in the beginning was the word. And God said, and there was mm, power. Explosion. That's it. And God said, after he said, there was power. That you know, power created. If we don't think about um, this statement of the power at work within us, yes. we will wonder, why do we read that God said, and there was? Yes. God spoke to the ground, and there was. God spoke to, spoke to the waters, yes. and there was. Why yes. is he not speaking to me? Hmm. Why in my life is there nothing that is happening? The power at work in you. Yes. You have to ask yourself, how much of the word of God is at work yes. within you? Yes. How much of what he has communicated to you yeah. is at work? Yes. And at work, maybe you can explain yes. at what work. that means. Huh. <laughs> at work. Listen to that term work. Yes. The, the key term in work, so we say whenever there's a prophetic word spoken or mm -hmm. a proceeding word. Mm -hmm. And you know Paul sometimes says, this same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Okay, Wait. You know many of us, how we think? Jesus went to hell and God went looking for him. <laughs> what are you doing here? And I brought him You are back. not supposed to be here. No. Jesus said, I will be dead. I will rise again. He released power. Mm. That power was resident at the cross. That power went with him into the grave. That power raised him from the dead. Mm. The power at work in him. Mm. So, if we don't understand that, then we won't understand what... How does power work? Now, there's a way that power comes into our environment. All right? So the first thing power does, the word, 
the first thing it does, remember it's at work where? In us. So the first thing that power does is inner transformation. Let me put it this way. If you want power to go through a house, to create light, the first thing you do is wiring. So there's a pathway that the power can use to arrive at its destination. So the first thing the word does, and to create pathways in a house that did not have wiring. Yes. You have to break some walls. Mm. Strongholds. So when you talk about transformation here, and yes. saying that this person, the first thing the word does yes. is rewire them. Exactly. Rewiring yes. requires that Breaking. you demolish yes. some things, remove others. Yeah. So the first change is destroying strongholds. Removing the many concepts that are not accurate. That's why you talk of giants, you talk of all these things. What are we doing being rewired? Otherwise, the power will not flow. I mean, you all know. You can have the most powerful generator if you're in the bush. And every light in place. But if the smallest wire is cut, power will not flow through. Power does not jump between wires. <laughs> Yeah. Power requires connection. Hmm. So the world wired us wrong. When you're wired wrong, there's either a short circuit or power is lost. It reaches a certain point and there is nowhere to go. Hmm. Alright? But when you're wired properly, so what happens? When our strongholds are removed, when we discover who we are, who our father is, what his promises are, how those promises work, we're being rewired. Hmm. Power hasn't been released yet. We are being, you do not release power while you're wiring. <laughs> Try. There will be chaos. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Some of us want power and we've not been insulated yet. Mm. There has to be a processing, a healing, insulation. And the insulation, a grounding, so there's no shock. So you can carry the weight. All those are concepts of power. When they've been done properly, then we can enter the second phase of power. And the second phase of power is when now the equipment is connected. What are your gifts and abilities? What did God design you with? Because wiring is processed to equipment. I'll say that again. Light goes to a bulb. Light doesn't go to a wire. Wires don't shine. <laughs> Light goes to a PA. A PA is as powerful as it can potentially be. But if power doesn't come into it, there will be nothing happening. So that's what you're calling the gifts and the abilities. The gifts and abilities that God has given you. Once you're properly connected, the gifts will now function properly. Otherwise, we'll use the speaker as a tool. Mm. Mm. Because we don't know what it's for. It's not properly wired, so power can't come to it. But if we know what it is for, then you'll get the full potential of the power resident. Power at work? In us. Within you. Resident, because many of us are using the speaker as a stool. We are using the table as a bed, and it's very uncomfortable because mm. it was never meant to be a bed. Mm. In other words, we we are using the abilities, the gifts God has given us, and because we don't know the value of something, because we are watching other people mm -hmm. operate, we take a very valuable thing and we let dust cover it, because we don't know what it's for. Yet it is ours. Or you say, you know what, what is the point of all this equipment if there's no power in the building? Mm -hmm. It just decays because there's no power. 
So the next space is that. Now, when that happens, because we are designed to respond to power, did you know that? You are designed to respond supernaturally. In other words, you can have gifts and abilities like anybody else. But what makes you draw different? What makes you come up with better music? What makes you produce better connection to power? So that's two very core issues that you must understand. If you understand those, then you'll come into the third, where power is finally released. Where we now see the outcome of that power. Most of us want the outcome without the first two. You want a manifestation without connection. So there is rewiring, then there is connecting. Only then is the power at work. You know what you Sustain. <laughs> at work. And when it is now at work there, the third dimension of manifestation, listen, manifestation is not a, a spot of sound. Manifestation is not the light coming on, then off, on. <laughs> no, no. The third part is the light, stay, the light stays on. The power sustains that. The power maintains that. Listen, whatever activates the equipment is what keeps the equipment going throughout. Mm. Listen, we didn't get a chunk of power, put it in the light and put it in the camera, and then waited. There's a version of that, it's called battery. After some time, it dies off. It dies and it needs the same power to charge because it is a counterfeit power. Mm -hmm. There's not the original power. Yes. It also needs the original power. But if we are cabled, what happens? It maintains. Did you realize the lights didn't dim? No matter how long we spoke. Yeah. No matter how far, how far we shouted, you can still hear me. Why? Because power is now maintaining the equipment. Mm, yeah. This becomes the norm. That's where we are going to. Before we close, please get this in place. God is on our side. Oh yes. Oh yes. He's with us. He's for us. He's in us. Oh yes. You notice how many places I said? Mm -hmm. He's with us. Yes. He's for us, and he's in us. Yes. All dimensions. Mm. And what does that mean? When we are in the land, there are two dynamics of operation. Because God needs to give you power to create wealth and produce wealth, that while He's doing the first part, which I said was unpacking, doing, removing. At that level, he gives you another thing called provision. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sustenance. So mm. there's sustenance and then there's maintenance mm. at the other end of the, yes. the, 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 the balance. So at the, at the level of sustenance is when God is breaking strongholds. They're not broken in the wilderness. Mm. They're broken in the land. And in the land, there's provision. Remember While what you that say? is happening. There's milk. Yes. There's milk. Absolutely. There's milk. There's milk. Provision and then there's there. honey. So you can't sit here now and say, yes. uh, I don't have uh, this and I'm struggling with this and I'm struggling with this. God is telling you, you know no. what? Step by step, we'll be yes. coming on a journey. Yeah. Where now we are standing and saying, you should be having results in your life. Yes. Where you can see God's hand yes. in your life. Absolutely. And remember what you always say. If this season is supposed to be seeing God's hand in your life and you're not, you stop and ask yourself, then where am I? Where am I? When we come and say there's something called the, the hills and the valleys, yes. we're talking about the vine and the fig tree, yes. yet your fig tree only has leaves, but it doesn't have the fruit. You stop, 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 always ask questions. Yes. And that is where we always encourage yeah. people, can you ask questions? Yeah. Tonight's message, when you talk about Ephesians 3, 20, and say God is saying there's a power within, uh, within you that is limiting you. 
because you're working out this to become this one person who can go to that place of manifesting the prophetic word in the journey god's milk is there milk remember we're in a land of flowing flowing yes. with milk that milk is what you said and of course if you've not watched that yeah. go back and watch about milk so that you understand as long as we're in this land, yes. it is flowing with milk and honey. As yes. long as you've entered the land. If you're in the wilderness, yeah. there there's manna that is... Let's, you know? Yeah, let's be honest as human <laughs> beings. You cannot talk wealth to a hungry person. Yes. And God, God knows, knows that. that. God knows that. God knows that. That's why Jesus says, listen, seek fast. Your father knows you need these things. Mm. The principle is this. God knows what you need. Mm. And God is not... Listen, if you struggle to get what to eat, what to wear, where to live, how will you believe in God's power to, to produce wealth? That is why God is on your side, like you said. Yes. He's with us, He's for us, yes. and He's in us. And yep. this God is telling you, listen, my love for you is so much. Yes. I will do anything for you to grasp this season True. when I say that you will experience my power to create wealth. It's yes. not a good statement. Yep. It is a God statement. Yes. I don't know why today I spoke so much about bulbs. And I think God is using mm. that. I saw some people in a, in a room where the bulb is low. They can see the bulb is on, but it's low, it hasn't enough power. Mm. You know how like when there's a proper problem in the wiring, yes. when the light is low, so you're not seeing everything properly. And you're, 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 you've gotten so used to adjusting your eyes to see in the dim light. Mm. And I've seen other people who are used to flickering. It comes on, it comes off. So when it comes on, you're able to do two, three things, and then power goes again. It comes on, it comes off. And, and I know it might sound funny in the context of power in Africa, mm -hmm. and then this happened, but it's a picture. And God is saying it's time to switch the lights on. Oh, yes. And to keep them on. on. And to reach a place where you do not see, even in the natural, your lights being on as a waste, as a cost, but as a blessing. So God is switching on lights. And I just felt I need to pray with some people oh, yes. for, for that connection to be complete, that faulty wiring mm. to be fixed, that, those gaps to be connected, those places that are missing so that we can begin to experience the fullness of that power. You know why? It was always there. Mm. It's mm. the wiring. It's the equipment. It's the, the, the lack of... The fact that there's a socket doesn't mean that there's a bulb. Mm. There's just... We are the ones who have not put things in place for God to pour himself into. And that nobleness come. Father, we just want to thank you for, for this word. And that we pray that this word will resonate in the hearts of men. Yes. Breaking Lord. mental strongholds. Breaking powers that have held people. Mm. Limited to your goodness and your ability. Yes, Father, I'm praying for an activation in the hearts of the people. Mm. That something will be fully released as this word goes out in a way that has never happened. That there will be some miraculous movements, some shifts, some connectivity, some processes that are beyond the norm. And Father, for those who don't even know about the milk, let the milk now be released. We send milk cuts to them, literally, so that they're able to reach that place where they're able to get provision even as they begin to see that they're moving towards power. So that our confidence can come, relief can come. For many people, we say the storm is over. It is over completely. It is time for you to enjoy a season of rest, a season of restoration, a season when God begins to show up for you as he prepares you for your true destiny, the next level you're going into. So, Father, 
we release grace and favor and speak into those environments, declaring that truly this is your will and your desire. But up to now, there's been reservoirs and reservoirs of the things you want to release in our functionality. But we haven't had the right equipment. And for some who are connected, we say let's change the gauge of their cabling. Let's change the power that they receive. Let's change the upgrade the equipment so that we get real power released. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say amen. amen and we say yes, Lord. Yes. Every word spoken, I receive it. Yes. I take it. I meditate on it and I see myself as the one who is walking in that one. Yes. Every prayer that has been prayed, it is to break you from where you are to where you ought to be in yes. the spirit so that you're able to connect with this word. Absolutely. We continue to make our declaration that may you be found sitting under your vine and under your fig tree. This is our declaration. And this is our point where we say keep it kingdom. Keep it pure. Keep it pure. God, God bless. bless.